boys and girls, and welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast, a podcast about everything, nothing, and all things in between. My name is Tim. I am joined by some of my bestest friends in the world and my brother. Debatable. <laughs> hey, we're glad you're here. Uh, let's see how everybody's doing before we jump into tonight's topic. Uh, John. Yes, sir. Whoa. How are you? That's loud. I'm doing good. John. Yes, sir. Last podcast, we started off with the top TV shows of 2021. John, I want to know to you, what was your favorite movie from 2021 that you saw? Oh, man. Which was rough, because we didn't really do movies last year. No, we didn't do a whole lot of movies from last year. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to say that... Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Come uh, on, say it. Spider-Man. Yeah, say it. Yeah, there it is. Spider-Man No Way Home. um, Gonna spoil Spider Man for you. No, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely worth a watch. I am glad to see that that franchise has made something like two hundred quadrillion dollars. I mean, is it's made so much money on top of money. We have it has totally vindicated Andrew Garfield. (laughs) I mean, you know, now they're like, oh, now we're gonna have Andrew Garfield Spider Man because he doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, that was that was probably the best. Uh, Shane. Shang-Chi was pretty good, too. Spot an alien? I liked it. I like that. Good. That one was good. good. All right. Aaron, how are you? Yo. And tell I'm me why right. The Last Duel was your favorite movie. From I just watched that. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Matt Damon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that movie is rough. <laughs> I, hear, I heard, yeah. I heard it's pretty... It is rough. I heard what it's about, so yeah. Um not really appropriate for our, our no podcast. it definitely is <laughs> I'm not sorry. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry um so spider-man would be my pick but my number two has to be ghostbusters yes, Afterlife. Sir. have not seen it yet sure. it is I, I will not spoil but i will say it's a nice love letter to the first movie yes sir uh it's a it really pays tribute to it and you can tell that the people who made it really like ghostbusters yeah not like the female version that came out no what? I don't know what you're talking about. That's that does exactly not exist. how the movie treats that <laughs> version. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Brian joining us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. I'm just going to say my quick runner-up would be uh, 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, oh, if you gosh. like Christmas Story, that's a good one. Good one. No. No. Um, Hard. It is not a... I just, you know, have some clean access ready. That's all I'll say if you're going to watch it. Uh, I hated that movie. I turned so. it off... <laughs> I turned it off at the ridiculous mall um, mall scene where he's chasing around trying to find his retainer. Well, that, that's the grossest scene in the movie. I got, no, there was no way. I couldn't watch that. I was just like, turn it off, Carla. I'm done. This is stupid. Wow. The dad was a moron. Wow. 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 You, you, missed, wow. you missed the payoff, dude. I just threw down the gauntlet. Yeah, there's, there's, wow. there's a payoff. There's a payoff. And, oh, by the way, let me interrupt again. Uh, they announced they are doing a... Christmas Story sequel, and what? Peter Billingsley will be back as Ralphie. I don't yeah. know. That's just what I heard. That. <laughs> wow. I don't keeps, think it's a good idea. Keeps but getting just, better and like, better. You know, <laughs> what I heard. So. All right. Uh, Bariano, Brian, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Good. Brian's preparing for a giant birthday party tomorrow. Uh, uh, about 10 people. <laughs> he's turning his house into a giant ball pit where all, everybody that walks in tomorrow. The basement. Yeah. Just yeah, slide at, down. At, right after everyone COVID tests on their way in, and, yeah. uh, provides a 
proof of vaccination status, right? Like, <laughs> Brian, that would really separate our families. <laughs> I'd have to sit in a car and watch it on FaceTime. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, John, no vaccine, I mean, no admission. Dang, dude. I was just over here New Year's Eve. People that don't have the boosters can get in the house, but they can't get to the food. That's right. That's yeah. right. Everybody has to wear them reverse. Uh, wear them, them I'll have big a, CDC food tomorrow with uh, plastic gloves on and masks and face shields. While wearing yeah. a reverse uh, reverse flow air suits like the yeah. sumo wrestling costumes. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Brian, favorite movie of 2021? Uh, well, uh, the two that I originally thought of have been taken. Yeah, me too. But. Me too. But. I got one in the hopper. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was actually a good movie. Yeah, you know, it um, wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. We could talk Peacemaker, but I'd have to put a <laughs> mature audience <laughs> rating on the podcast. Yeah. No, I, I think we all watched that here um, down in the basement after a podcast. So yeah. it was, uh, but it was a good, I thought it was much, uh, much better than what my expectations were for. But I, of all the movies I saw last year, I mean, um, Spider-Man, of course, was really yeah. good, but Ghostbusters to me was the biggest surprise. To Aaron's point, it's kind of like they really—you could tell—they really cared about it. I want to see it, but I'm waiting for it to be rental, a rental um, for like five bucks. So for me, I mean, obviously, Spider-Man and Ghostbusters right there for me. I enjoyed Suicide Squad as well, uh, mainly because of King Shark and Polka Dot Man, um, but also. I don't – well, Kinsey's here. She's probably going to get mad at me. Um, I didn't love everything about the movie, but the soundtrack plays in my head in a loop, Brian, in an absolute oh, loop. Oh, I know what it is. It's, in, it's it in Canto. It is in Canto, and I mean the songs were – Aaron, the songs were written by – Lynn Manuel himself. We don't talk about Bruno. Exactly. Yeah, you movie, probably just got oh, sued to the oblivion. Making nah, that pose. I, I endorse the movie. I mean, it's go go see it. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, no suit for. By me. the way, the Bruno Funko Pop, like I think it will settle back down eventually. But uh, like, if you see it in the store, grab it. <laughs> it's going for like eighty dollars on eBay. People don't want to talk really? about Bruno, but they want to sell him. Teddy loves the uh, Pressure song. I love the Pressure that, song. That's the song I like, yeah. My yeah, wife. I was working the other day, and my wife was watching it with uh, Kinsey, and she texts me, and she goes, I relate way too much to this Pressure song. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah? I got the I got the illustrious honor of seeing it in the theater. So. Did you? Yes. Look at you. I didn't want to, but I. Brave soul. It was. Uh, we went. Me and Susie went to see Spider Man yeah. again, and yeah. they were sold out. Oh yeah. And she got. She got like. Oh, I don't. Want, I don't want to go home. Let's watch something else. And we're like, is there have any tickets for Encanto? Tio. <laughs> the girls like. Do you mean that Disney movie? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Because I'm great with names, so we went and saw that instead. I I have to say, worst grandma ever. In a Disney film, that even brutal, worse man. than I like, mean, it was like he's almost as bad as Lady Tremaine. She's rough. Like, uh, like, would you take Cinderella's stepmother over the grandma Ooh. from Encanto? I mean, she's like, you don't have any powers, so you just shut up. Sure. I'm trying to put decorations yeah. out. You're trying to ruin it. 
Go stir the beans. Go slide down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> it's like, leave them alone. You don't have any powers. It's like, what? Gosh. Oh, insane. man. And don't you touch that candle. You better stay away from the candle. And don't you say anything about Bruno. I was like, golly, oh, no, lady. No. Uh, this is all your fault. Abuela. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I uh, I have put a, a list together. Not really. I took it from Crack.com. It's a comparison list. It is 12 sidekicks who have stumbled on TV or 12 sidekicks from TVs or movie shows, either the character or the actor who tried to then make it big on their own but stunk it up or that excelled. I have excluded some names from this list from a year ago as um, – they may have struggled in the spotlight that uh, we can't mention. So here we go. I'll I'll read one that has stumbled, and then I'll read one that has excelled. And uh, so first on the stumble list, going character wise, this one's gonna hit John right in the heart. I'm, I'm ready. It's the lone gunman. The ultimate side character's got leading guy status, only to be canceled after 13 okay, episodes. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna at least speak to show this. co-creator Vince Gilligan from. Breaking Bad says the lone gunman to this day is a show that I'm still proud of and I will always be proud of. It just didn't click with an audience. The lone gunman, of course, being from X-Files. All right. All right, John. Okay. Me and Carla were X-File nuts. I mean, me and her dad never hardly missed an episode of that show. In fact, it's like the only movie he's been to the theater and see in like 25 years was Fight the Future. And he went with us to see it, which was a huge thing. But when they announced they were going to do the Lone Gunman television show, we were really psyched about it. And I was so disappointed when it only got 13 episodes. I mean, it was just... It was just... Like Firefly disappointed? I don't know if it was that disappointed. Firefly was a different thing but it was it was it had cool potential i mean it, yeah. it was a break off thing but it missed it missed that if it had been post 9-11 conspiracy type stuff i think it would have made it better but yeah. this was way before 9-11 if it had been like present day and they yeah. were talking about QAnon and lizards and stuff yeah like that. And, and and because i think the thing about it nowadays is even though x-files is really good i think what you have nowadays is, is i think because i mean even like the even like the navy and stuff's like yeah there's ufos out there <laughs> you know so people are like really more into that or it seems like they're more open to that and i think the yeah. show could have survived a little bit more because it would have been a little bit more believable in a digital world. I think you you could have done a little bit more sure. with it. Yeah, I missed that show. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a, it was a cool show. X Files was good, and I was really psyched about that. I was really disappointed. Favorite X Files episode? Oh, probably the one with the um, killer roaches was probably Ooh. one of my favorite ones because you watch it and it's you're really intense, and then like almost the end of the show at a commercial break, a roach like crawls across your television sh- television s- your screen. Yeah. I don't know. First time you're like throwing shoes at your television and stuff, because nice. nice. it just it just walks across the television screen. It's 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 wild, but it's it's cool. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorites. Aaron, you liked the Lone Gunman, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that show was great. I miss Jimmy Bond. He was a great character. Jimmy Bond was um, a good character. Yeah, um, I think I liked it more than I liked X Files. It was just a really funny show. It was a different tone. It was it was it was comedy. quirkier. Yeah, it was a little bit more quirky. Yeah. Um, it was a shame when they they killed them off on X Files, but I think they brought them back. I don't. Know, I didn't watch the the re- return of X Files or whatever. Um, but yeah, great show. Just a shame that it it only lasted one season. So, 
Brian, I'm not even going to waste my time asking you about the lone gunman because I already know the answer. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, up next, we're going to switch it to the successful side, and now we're going to go with an actual actor, not a character. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert logged eight years as Jon Stewart's Daily Show cohort before ascending the top dog at the Colbert Report. Actually, he was also in the Dana Carvey show, short-lived. Uh, his adventures with truthiness led to Letterman's late-night spot on CBS. Colbert is the American dream, and so can you. Uh, anybody here Stephen Colbert fans? No. No? He's a clown. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> I just, I, have, uh, I, I really like the, I like Daily Show when Craig Kilborn was the host, and then when he left, I left. So. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of somebody like that who says things shockingly just, and then, and then you know it's a canned crowd yeah. laugh. Oh, he's just so funny. So he's not that funny. I think he's a clown. I just, I just don't have any use for him. The best thing about Stephen Colbert is his Lord of the Ring knowledge. He's evidently like a crazy Lord of the Ring file, and like quotes things all the time so that's my thing all right back to the unsuccessful side which i think we're gonna have more fun with it's matt leblanc of all the <laughs> friends joey tribbiani was probably the least likely to headline his own series so sitcom rule a little how you doing goes a long way <laughs> leblanc had better doing? luck winning golden globes playing himself in episodes john I'm not even going to bother. No, no, I, I can speak to this. Okay, I can you speak watched to Joey? LeBlanc. No, I didn't watch that, but I can understand. I, I, what, well, let me just put it this way. I can't understand why a show like that wouldn't be successful after his tour de force in Lost in Space and that baseball movie with the monkey. I mean, if you <laughs> if you put... If you put yeah, he, he, was, uh, he was in a baseball movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was, uh, a, he was in a baseball movie with a monkey, yeah. I mean, was that Most Valuable Primate or something? Shut up, Aaron. That's not something. the name. No, that's yeah. a movie. That's not the name of that movie, Aaron. Three-eighths and you're out. Valuable Primate. <laughs> most Valuable <laughs> <laughs> Most valuable primate. Uh, no, well, I mean, but after you've been in Lost in Space and the monkey playing baseball movie, I don't see why anybody would not want to watch your spinoff show. Ed. Ed, yeah. It was called Ed. <laughs> That's what it was called. <laughs> so, yeah, Matt LeBlanc really did himself some favors with Ed. Uh, the Joey Tribbiani show, from everything I know, was was terrible. My wife, a friend's crazy person, didn't even watch okay, it. Okay, so, so here's the big question. He's at the top of his game, right? I mean, he's yeah. like friends crazy. And they're like, hey, Matt, we got this movie we want to we want to throw out to you. It's a baseball movie. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, well, he's like, no, I don't need to know anything else. Just sign me up. It's a sports movie. And he, then, he thought it was called MVP. <laughs> yeah. and he, he thought he was going to be in like, uh, he thought he was going to be in like a For Love of the Game with Kevin Costner or Moneyball. He winds up in a movie with a monkey called Ed. He thought he was going to be like Pee Wee Reese in a Jackie Robinson movie. <laughs> nope. How you doing, Jackie? All right, back to the other uh, side. Yeah. If you guys hated Stephen Colbert, I can't wait to this one. I can't wait to this one. Brian, you're a little bit away from your mic if you can come a little bit closer. Uh, number next, another actor who I cannot stand. <laughs> It's Melissa McCarthy. Oh, just pass. Always a bridesmaid? Stop. Pass. Not McCarthy, who parlayed that supporting turn and Oscar nom into lead roles in some of the biggest box office comedies of the decade. That's a lie. She, everything Spy, she talks was a flop. Heat and Identity Thief all topped $100 million <laughs> at the box office. That doesn't make them good. Hot 
Dang. <laughs> I didn't see a one of those movies. Aaron, well, that was, I feel that like was you watched pre- all of those. That was pre-pandemic where any movie could make Aaron, $100 million. You didn't. You're but, dodging okay. the question. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've seen a Melissa McCarthy movie. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ghostbusters. I, she was on, I, I have not seen female Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> I... I can't think of one that I've seen. I can't stand Aaron, her. I feel like all of those movies, if it had been when you were dating Andrea and Brian was dating uh Oh, Jenny, we saw so much crap. And I was dating nobody. Down, we would have saw all of those movies. Oh, no question. We were saw we were getting free tickets and we was we saw so much First Wives garbage. Club. Was that the Todd Bear ticket? I don't know how we. I wasn't going to drop names, but yes, that was. <laughs> I'll use uh, that. Uh, Brian, did you watch any of those movies? Not yes. You watched uh, Spy, Heat, or Identity Thief? Uh, we saw it. We watched Identity Thief, and we've seen the female Ghostbusters. How do you feel about them? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's one of Kelsey's favorites. Brian, are you a Melissa McCarthyite? No. Okay. I thought I was going to have to cancel my, my <laughs> reservation tomorrow at your party. No, no, I, was, no. I was nervous. Back to the failure side. This is all about John tonight, okay? This is an actor. All right, I'm ready. Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nimoy well, got know. his chance at a movie lead with Catlow. A flick Tarantino calls one of the worst studio movies or westerns. Of the 70s. You keep waiting for Nimoy's more serious movie to take over, says Tarantino. But by mid-film, Nimoy's character loses his credibility along with everybody else. And there's this wonderful picture of Leonard Nimoy as a cowboy. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen I've, I've seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. I don't, I'm not proud of it, but I've seen it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Western buff. I mean, I like watching yeah. old Western movies and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so if I can catch something like that, I'll watch it. Tell me about Catlow. Besides the amazing I, name, I don't. I don't know much. Was just, it a, a sequel Western. to Dog High? <laughs> I just remember Leonard Nimoy's in it, and I've seen it. I mean, I don't know much more about it because he just plays Mister Spock. I mean, it's, he, he plays Mister Spock in Catlow. Star Trek, Catlow. What the heck is Catlow? He plays Mister Spock in um, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know, he he just plays he just plays Siri. Mr. Spock. What is a Catlow? <laughs> he might be he Brian. Might... Do you know what a Catlow is? I think it's just his name. Not a clue. That's just his name? I, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh my gosh. It is uh it's it's nothing. It really is nothing. What's Urban Dictionary say it is? It's an alco- it's an alcoholic who's gone too far and cannot be brought back to the light. Oh okay. that catlow. All right. Well, then maybe I haven't seen Catlow. <laughs> I don't remember that's thing, Urban Dictionary. Not, I don't remember. I don't remember anything about alcoholism. But maybe right. the funny thing about Leonard Nimoy is he was always in competition with William Shatner. So if William Shatner did something, he had to do it. So if William Shatner released a music album, then Leonard Nimoy had to do a music album, and they're both awful. Um. So yeah. So they okay. Never mind. I All think, right. I think Leonard Nimoy, other than Star Trek, really hit his stride with that show uh, in search of. Yeah, uh, that was that was the best, and of course he didn't do anything but narrate it. But yeah. I mean, it was still still a good right. show. Number next on the successful side, it's an actor and a character. I guess same thing. Anyways, Kelsey Grammer. 
Fraser Crane, originally slated to appear in just a few Cheers episodes, wasn't the obvious choice for a spinoff, but Grammer went on to play Crane for 20 years, becoming the first actor to score Emmy noms for playing the same character on three different shows. Uh, we watched Frasier a lot as kids, right, Aaron? I have to say that mom watched Yeah, Frasier was pretty good. It is. I was say, loved it. I was going to say, awesome. Brian, this feels like your show. Oh, totally, 100%. All 10 seasons downstairs. Wow. wow. I, I, that's, I that's enjoyed Frasier. dedication. It's got, it's got a good theme song. I thought that uh, Niles and... Daphne? Daphne. I thought their relationship got weird at the end with the kind of on and off. It was kind of, but I was glad they finally ended up together. A uh, good show overall. Um, rest in peace, Fraser's dad. I can't remember his name, but uh, good show. Uh, John, did you watch Fraser? I, I watched it casually. I mean, it wasn't something yeah. that I was. I was. I'm, I'm not the world's biggest sitcom fan. Yeah. So, wife, Brian, can you sing the theme song? I think a little scrambled eggs or something. Oh like that. no, sure can. Oh, Brian. And some new scrambled eggs. Brian's got the whole theme song tattooed across his back. <laughs> Just the lyrics. <laughs> with the dog. Yeah, with the dog at the bottom. No, the, the tattoo on my back is him sitting there in the radio station. Okay. Uh, this is Frazier Crane. I'm listening. Is that what he said? Yeah. Uh, I like good. I like news radio. All right. Oh, news and radio. Ra- Roz, and the, Roz there is a production manager. Yeah. Uh, she was awesome. Yeah. Roz is under your armpit. Peeking around. <laughs> All right, back to the failure side. Jason Alexander. Even George fans should pass on Alexander's leading man role in I Don't Buy Kisses Anymore unless they want to fast forward and glimpse him in his underwear. Yeah, that's Red bikinis, that's, that's, that's it. I was I in the pool. I don't buy kisses anymore? What the, oh, he's got hair. What is going on? I don't, um, I've never heard of that movie. The the one with Jason Alexander that lost me and I I do not remember the name of it was where it was a Jack Black movie where Jack Black could see people for what they really look like on the inside. Uh, Shallow How. Shallow How. And I remember Jason Alexander having a tail at the end or something. I was just very confused. Yeah. (laughs) He had like Uh, this growth off the spine or something. It was really weird. um, Okay. What's her face? What's the girl in that movie? Uh, Gwyneth, Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow is now mortified that she made that movie. By the way, <laughs> absolutely like regrets everything about it and uh, hates her life for it. But, <laughs> well, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the successful side. It is Chris Pratt. Pratt made the leap from pudgy fifth lead on Parks and Rec to chiseled leading guy in multiple Guardians and Jurassic Park flicks. Uh, one key to his success, he brought a dollop of dopey Andy Dwyer to his big screen starring roles. Uh, Chris Pratt's done a pretty good, uh, successful job there. Yeah, Kevin. don't don't forget about Magnificent Seven, the remake he's in. I did like yeah. that movie? Yeah, that's a lot. that's the western he's in. The and ending was on the other day. I got to watch them all die. I, I watched it. I, I got to watch it. I, 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 spoilers. I just, I just, I just have to ask though: Is yeah. that really such a thing as a fifth lead? I mean, jeez. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're That's just a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, but the but the have but to be somebody who you've really never heard of. I mean, Parks and Recreation. I mean, I, I, he was. I wouldn't even have remembered he was on there because I mean, I didn't watch a lot of it, but you do watch. You know, watch some of it. And then yeah. to go from that to all of a sudden just being in Guardians of the Galaxy and it just like exploded. I mean, it just 
from there. And the Jurassic Parks, I mean, I'm not the Jurassic Park fan that uh, Brian is. Yeah. But he's still pretty decent at it. Oh, he's good at it. He's great. He will take over the Indiana Jones role. Fantastic. I would watch him as Indiana Jones. Yeah. More than I would watch Shia. Good Sh- gracious. Shia LaBeouf. Aaron, who would you want as Indiana Jones? Uh, what about Chris, Chris Pratt? Is a, is a, is, no. uh, I don't think Chris Pine could do the, the comedy. What? That, Really? I mean, I haven't seen enough Chris Pine movies. He was in I Wonder guess. Woman. Shut your mouth, Aaron. Yeah, he was in Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman too. Wonder Woman that was a comedy. I mean. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikers. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Uh, <laughs> next on the failure list is an actor I actually really like. It's Chris Elliott. He shot the flame. Flame. <laughs> he shot the fame playing Dave Letterman's comic foil, but critics were not kind. When he headlined Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy is the greatest <laughs> ever. Oh, my goodness. Elliot seems to find on, unpleasant wait, wait, behavior. Wait, wait a second. I shall enter a Cabin Boy, and I will return, return a Cabin Man. A Cabin a Man. Cabin oh, you got to say it right, John. Cabin <laughs> Man. Dave was like, you want to buy a monkey? <laughs> Get a Life is one of the greatest Fox shows ever. Uh, my favorite Chris Elliott role is in Scary Movie 2. Where he's the butler with the tiny hand, like, <laughs> stirring the mashed potatoes with it, and never, nobody wants to eat it. Susie's gotten oh. me into watching him on Schitt's Creek. Oh, and it's he's so painfully. I How mean, do it's you just, feel about that show? It, I can't get into it. If you watch it, if you watch a couple episodes together, it starts to grow on you. Yeah, the characters start getting better. It's the first season's not quite what I like. The second season gets good. Once the brother gets his store open and that type of stuff, it's it's a pretty decent show. Okay, I like. I mean, it's you didn't sell it to me, John. Well, it's it's one of those it's one of those comedies that has its moments, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have enough moments. If that I, makes sense, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, oh yeah, when it's funny, it's funny. Yeah, and when it's not, it's just it's just not. Yeah, I knew he was on there. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a show on Adult Swim. I think it was called Eagle Heart. It was like a spoof of Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. Him as the Walker character. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've liked him. I mean, even like Cabin Boy. I mean, come on, you're getting what you're gonna get. But he's, yeah. I like, I like Chris Elliott. Uh, yeah, he's funny. Brian, do you even know who Chris Elliott is? Brian, nope. There you go. That's <laughs> what I thought. All right, uh, number two, back on the successful list. It's Bruce Lee. Textbook example of the student becoming the master. Lee evolved from second fiddle Cato. In one of the world's biggest movie stars, or into one of the world's biggest movie stars, before his untimely death in 1973, uh, I uh, got into watching the Ip Man films, which is based on Bruce Lee's like uh, uh, sensei, sensei, master, whatever you want to yeah. call it, and uh, they actually kind of they do their own version of Bruce Lee on there. Uh, if you ever get time, you gotta you gotta parse through which ones are the fake videos and the real videos. But Bruce Lee was insane. Some of the stuff he could do, it, yeah. was, it was wild. Have you ever seen the thirty for thirty about him? Yeah, become water. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he was uh, a beast. I was watching, I think it's Fists of Fury or one of them, and that final fight when he hits the guy in the neck, you're like, wow, that looked painful. And he looked it up, and he's like, oh, he really crushed that guy's windpipe. The guy <laughs> went to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> He was, it's, it's insane. He was yeah. so fast. It was it was it was wild. There's so many rumors and legends about him beating up people and stuff. 
It, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the uh, Wing Chun martial arts is what it's called that they practice, and it's uh, it's all about like turning your opponent's uh, attacks <laughs> against them and stuff. It's pretty wild. Um, back to the failure side. Well, Brian, are you a Bruce Lee guy? Yes. Okay. Love I Bruce Lee. That that's tattooed on his abs, Bruce Lee. Um, on the on the not successful side is Andy Richter. He's hilarious on Conan, but oh Aaron's Aaron's gonna be really upset here. But Richter was was not successful in Andy Barker PI. Uh, he always plays ordinary guys, says a nasty Newsday reviewer, because that's what the doughy Richter has to be. Aaron, you and I. We were Andy Richter PI fans. Yeah, that was that was a very funny show. Um, the, only, the only one I really remember was where the big uh, nerdy guy died, and he found he had all these lovers and stuff. And they were like, <laughs> like his best, Andy's best role was an elf. Who was he? An elf? He was one of the writers. <laughs> oh, yeah. and the writer. Room? Was, yeah, the writer. Oh, okay, room. there you go. Brian had a left field with that one. Um, I like Andy Richter a lot. I think he's very funny. But uh, I do think he kind of needs somebody to depend on. All right. Guys, I got one left on both sides. And they are from the same universe. Okay? Number one on most successful, according to Crack.com, is Bob Odenkirk. The idea of Saul Goodman... Landing his own TV show started as a joke in the Breaking Bad writers' room. Then Breaking Bad, or then Better Call Saul, was pitched as a half-hour sitcom. Four Emmy nominations later, and Odenkirk has turned Saul into a leading man for the ages. I don't know if anybody else on this podcast besides me watched Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, but it's sometimes some of the most intense moments in a TV show. It's really good, and Bob Odenkirk. Knock Saul Goodman out of the park. Surprisingly, my mom and dad were Better Call Saul fans. Really? Yeah, I, I was shocked too at that. Isn't he in that movie Nobody? Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. It's long. on HBO Max. I'm gonna watch it yeah. tomorrow night. I mean, because I've been psyched to see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to pay for it. I feel like it's a poor man's uh, John Wick, but I like him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, do like Bob the same Odenkirk. creator. I think that made I think both so. of those. Yeah, and I, I, I was not a. Um, I never watched Breaking Bad. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Yeah. Um, Better Call Saul. He just seems like an interesting character. I like I like the way he delivers, you know, his lines and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But this, but then nobody. It looks like it's a pretty decent. Better play. Call Saul is a show that you're watching that you know that this guy is self destructing his life, and it's almost like that train wreck you can't look away from. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of wild. Whereas uh, Better or uh, Breaking Bad's kind of like that, but he really peaks and goes crazy. Uh, Brian, did you watch either of those? No, I've caught a few, like, well, how did John phrase that earlier? Maybe a, as a casual viewer. Yeah. Not into watching every one of them. I mean, that, yeah. that, the scene I still remember, I think, is the one where he was like, uh, you know, I'm the one, like, I'm the guy that they think is knocking at the door. Or however, I'm the one who knocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So yeah. that was a very powerful. I mean, Brian sure. Cranston in Breaking Bad is wild. It's, it's incredible to see his story arc. And, Brian Cranster, Cranster, Cranston as a whole is an amazing actor. We're getting away from Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Aaron, number one failure is Aaron Paul. Not you, Aaron. I'm sorry. But it's Aaron Paul. He's Jesse 
in uh, <laughs> or he's perfect as crystal meth chef Jesse in Breaking Bad. But Need for Speed is a piece of auto collision pornography. <laughs> According to crack.com, absolutely proof that Aaron Paul should think more carefully about his post breaking bad career choices. Uh, Kinsey's left the room. That's why I could say that line, guys. Um, uh, I feel like Breaking Bad did not end that long ago, so you haven't really given him a chance to find a Aaron, role. I mean, Aaron. I think everybody picks what? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Finish your, finish your no, I'm just saying that. You know, you got to give someone time because everybody picks a bad role here or there. Everybody has a, a stinker, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, give him more time. He'll he'll find a, a better role. Are you just saying that because you guys have the same name? Yes, he has. He stole my name. I could not use that stage. Aaron. Name, so yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad ended eight years ago. <laughs> it's, well, I have no concept you know, of time. If you've ever talked to me, I have. It's like, been a, like, oh, that happened last week, and it was like twelve. Well, you years gotta ago, give it. You gotta you know? give a guy a chance to build some momentum. <laughs> let me, Aaron. Let me take you through the Aaron Paul. Uh, he was in Westworld. Uh, <laughs> he was in the bad season of Westworld. Uh, let me take you through some other hits from Aaron Paul. <laughs> um, there's a podcast series called the Gold, the Coldest Case. All right. Uh, he was in BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a very popular show. I've never seen it, but I heard yeah. it's very popular. He was in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. I never watched that. Uh, he's in The Parts You Lose. Okay. Uh, Welcome Home. No clue. American okay. Woman. He's in okay. The Path. I think that was like a Showtime or HBO show. He's in one episode of Black Mirror. Um, he's in. Was he? Was he the pig? <laughs> That's rough, Aaron. He's in such hits as "Come and Find Me." You want me to do what? The ninth, ninth life of Louis Drax. Okay. Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy, fifteen. Okay, we've established the fact that he hasn't done anything. And Central well, Intelligence with a rock. But he's still getting work. A lot of actors are not getting work. Well, yeah, that sounds terrible. He screwed up his life. Let's get him off the stage. Oh, if only he was named Adam Paul here, right? Yeah. Alan Paul. Anyways, uh, that's ours. Let me ask you this. What movie or TV show sidekick, take the actor out of it, but like the actual character, would you like to see get their own spinoff show? Okay. You would you would sign up to watch the own their own spinoff show, Aaron. What do you got? Uh, I was gonna go with Short Round from Indiana Jones. Why? Uh, just like his future <laughs> adventures. Just you know, because he's being trained by Indiana Jones. Like you know, he had to grow up to have some pretty crazy adventures. You know, so uh, you know, not as a kid, but like as as an adult. <laughs> okay. Wait, is he still called Short Round? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He never outgrew that. <laughs> Never outgrew it, uh, Brian. What about you, Brian? Um, I still, I, I still kind of am like John. I, I like the like when we watched Hawkeye earlier, uh, or there toward the end of last year. I still feel like there's more story there of uh, like this uh, Black Widow and, and him. So I'd still like to kind of see a little bit more, maybe a Black Widow miniseries, but I know it won't happen. Like uh, in Budapest or whatever, with the two of them. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe uh, was it uh, Haley Steinfeld. Um, Steinfeld? Steinfeld, maybe maybe that. Okay, I'm I'm down for that. I'm down for the uh, the spy days. It'd be pretty cool. Johnny John. 
Uh, staying with the Disney Plus stuff, I've 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 really gotten into the character on Boba Fett, Finnick. Okay. Uh, I would really like to see a spinoff, like a short run. Like she showed him in Bad Batch. Yeah, I mean, but of her out on the hunt, not just hanging out with Boba Fett. I mean, that's. Yeah. I think that's kind of been my bigger disappointment in the show is I was kind of hoping that it would be him and her back on the bounty hunting trail. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't work out that way. But yeah, I'd like to, I like her. I think she's cool. Okay. I like the character, and so I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see a small spinoff of that. It don't John, have to be a long run. John, but. let me stay in the same universe as you. Okay, we are getting a prequel series to Rogue One about Andor and K two. Mm-hmm. I would like a prequel series. Not on there. Yeah, he is. He's like he signed up for like season two or whatever. Oh, season two. Okay, because I heard I originally he wasn't going to be on there. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Who he, wasn't going to be on there? Uh, K2SO. Okay. Oh. Uh, I want a prequel series about Chirrut and Baze. Uh, the, the Jedi Force-sensitive, or the blind yeah, Force-sensitive. Yeah, uh, Keepers of the Way. And the Keepers of the Way and Baze. I, I want that prequel series. I want their story. I would love to watch that with Donnie. Yeah, that would be well. That would be an interesting story to see what how that relationship developed. Mm-hmm. Because apparent, obviously there's a protector. There's some kind of, there's some kind of um, oath. Between yeah. the two of them, yeah. So I would yeah. like to see it, and Star Wars does that good. Yeah, that'd be a really cool one to see. Yeah, and I I think both of those guys are really good actors, and they really they did a great job with that. Maybe one. they could un- uncover the plot that bring back Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be right up there with uh yeah Brian, you missed that snake, whole conversation. That'd be right up there with snake healing and uh. <laughs> Snake healing. Snake healing. Snake. In the snake, snake healing, alligator boot making. You don't, uh, you don't have snake handling in Star Wars. You have snake healing. All right. I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, I'm sorry, giant snake. Let me heal you. Because I'm the only Jedi who's ever used that. Ever. Kenzie's not down here, so we can we can bounce on that on the sequel. Brian, I told uh, the listeners last week you weren't here. And uh, by this time, you haven't listened to it because it was literally an hour ago. But uh, Saturday morning, Kinsey and I are sitting there, and I'm like, Kinsey, uh, you want to watch? Because she's seen Force Awakens. And I said, hey, you want to watch Last Jedi so we can get through those movies? And she's like, no, I don't want to see all my favorite characters die. Let's finish Rogue One instead. <laughs> so I didn't have the heart to, you know, just shatter her dreams. So I said, "Yeah, let's watch it." Did she sit there all gate mouth when the when they were incinerated at the end? She, I think, by the time Cheerit and Baze died, I think she she realized <laughs> this is not going. This end is well. what I saw. I've signed up for all of these people to die, and uh, and uh, so. <laughs> like the first like one or two I think because I think K2 dies first and then the pilot Brody dies yeah and then uh, like those two she was like when K2 died she was like no and oh, then she was like seen anything yet by, but by the end she was just kind of numb to it and then after the traumatic tra- trauma of that you have the most nightmarish Darth Vader scene ever ah, yeah <laughs> She's just she was she gone. She loves Anakin. Like so I, I told her it was uh it was peak Anakin lightsaber fighting from, from that third. But uh Brian, <laughs> what are we eating at the party tomorrow? Pizza, I believe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Aaron, uh you're invited. Okay. Come on, Aaron. Okay. Yeah, we'll see you I'll tomorrow. start driving right now. <laughs> I should be there in time. <laughs> 
Well, we will uh, certainly see you when you get here. Then we're Ohio. glad that you joined us for another episode. If you'd like to hear past episodes, wherever you're listening to it right now, you can check it out. But Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever random podcast site you're listening to, John has probably found some way to put us on there. <laughs> we're on Facebook also. Give us a like. Uh, we load all our updates on there. And uh, we'd love to see and hear from you. So uh, let us know. And hopefully we'll be back next week with the full group. But until then, Five, I'm sorry, Brent. We'll catch you two, later. So one sidekick that did get his own show was Screech from Saved by the Bell went on to do the new class. And it, it just didn't work out. It wasn't the same. Uh, so then that actor kind of lost his mind. It's some bad stuff. But uh, sadly, he's no longer with us. So rest in peace. Wow. Uh, Eric, jeez. Sick that Eric. <laughs>